buddy, I'm Garrett the Trash Man, your host, and you're listening to Trash Talk. John, how the heck you doing today? I am doing good. It's a good Tuesday. Tick, 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 tick. Hold on, everybody. We're going to just keep this going. Don't mind that tick, tick, tick. I just forgot to hit a few buttons. Let's just keep it going. It was, it was it Mr. Metronome. Now. He was <laughs> yeah. interrupting. He wanted to make sure we were on beat. John, how you doing today? You got the worst beat ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing you? good. Yeah? It's good Tuesday. It's, it's, another day it in paradise. It is good Tuesday or it is a good Tuesday. It's another good Tuesday. Okay, because, yeah, I don't know when good Tuesday or any of that nonsense just happens. a good day. Yeah, it is. It is a grand day to be alive. Mm-hmm. So, dude, let's get into our rants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was about whoa. to say, whoa, should, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's reel, reel it back in, bud. You know what? Why don't you do the ad read? I'm going to sit back. John, Okay, we want to thank sponsor? our sponsor, Larson Waste. FYI, if you're, like, hiding under a rock in basically Arizona, it's like the world's best trash company. So, now you know. And there's been multiple surveys taken by Larson Waste. And the results are back. Greatest trash company in the world. So, newsflash. Anyways, thanks to them for sponsoring the the, the, uh, the it's called podcast. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> and if you need to know the schedule for holidays, listen to this man. Because he will definitely inform you through texts, emails, social media. Probably the website. Heck, he might even knock on your door at this rate. Maybe a smoke signal. Smoke signals, you right. know, Messages telegrams. The yeah. Uh, the yeah, the were the click on the wires back in the western days. Yep. So yep. Better believe yep. it. Ba- basically, if you don't find out what the holiday schedule is, it's your fault. Communication. Mm-hmm. All day. So appreciate Larson Waste, and uh, yeah, let's get our rants out of the way because I'm kind of excited for this uh, this podcast. And, again, I'm going to rant on this book that I've been reading. And I encourage everyone to get on it because it's so good. It's one of those books that um, is just such classic. And, and I'm so surprised because there's so many lists out there that have all the, uh, you know, the classic books, How to Win win Friends and Influence People, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, Richest Man in Babylon. Mm-hmm. Like, those are kind of the classic success books. And I don't know how this isn't on everyone's list with those. I don't know how this one just flew under the radar. And maybe maybe it just speaks to me, um, but I don't know. I have just really, really enjoyed it. Um, I've, I've now only got about an hour and a half left, and I'm kind of like, oh, man, dang. Because you can go through it again, but it's never like the first time no, when you're yeah. like, just knowledge bombs being yeah. dropped here. It's just like just pouring into your head. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so, yeah, I've just really enjoyed it. And just improving yourself is such a fulfilling thing. And anyone that is anywhere in their life, like I just want to encourage them to just take any piece of action to produce something. Um, because it's such a f- fulfilling thing. It's so amazing that we have the capacity to do that as human beings. Um, and so, yeah, it's just incredible to be alive and able to do that and whether it's books or this podcast or other podcasts or whatever you need that that moves you to action get you some of that and be in action um because i just just want y'all to be happy and i'm so happy and so grateful and so just wanted to share that and the book has just brought that up for me so yeah that's my rant for today that's awesome yeah what you got john 
I am actually going to talk about a book too today. Okay. Um, mine is called. Uh, it's by Ed Milet, and I've actually read it once before, and it's a real short book, and so um, it doesn't. It's like a hundred pages, mm-hmm. but it's, so it's a quick read, but it's like really dense stuff, and uh, and one of the things that he talks about that I feel like has been a big help in changing in my mindset over the last few years um, is is worry and not worrying, not being a worry ward. Um, as a kid, as a teenager, I was always the worry ward, the, the negative Nancy, the nervous Nelly. You know, I was always, guys, we better not do that. You know, I was always worried about everything and what if, what if. And I loved what he said in the book, and it was um, – Worry is a waste of energy because you're putting yourself through a negative situation without even having have to go without even having to go through the situation yet. Mm-hmm. When the situation may prob- or may not may, end may up may like that, come, come yeah. to fruition, mm-hmm. and like that was just a great wake up call of like, listen, don't worry about things. I'm not saying be ignorant. And, and or aware or realistic because there's a whole different side to that. But, like, just not worrying has been um, – and, and not assigning worry to every little thing and just saying, hey, if it does become a problem, then I'll deal with it. But until it does become a problem or, 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 or something like that, I'm not going to assign worry to it. Yeah. I'm not going to stress over it. I'm not going to lose sleep over it because it does me no good. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. And so that that was one thing where he was just talking about that and how how much of uh, of a waste of energy it is and how much of a waste of thought because we you know the more you study it and the more you learn about it our thoughts become our actions and our actions become our reality and yet you know well and I, and I think it speaks to something I've said before is like just a change of mindset changes your whole experience of your life mm-hmm. if you're going through life and you're telling yourself these stories of what the future is going to be, like you live an anxious, a stressful, um, you know, all these things that, that are heavy to walk around with. You live live that life, and it's just a mindset change that can, can open up the whole world for you. And something that I've noticed is, like, I've got blinders on. Um, you know, you hear people say, think outside the box. Um, like, that's... Like when I think of that, it's like situations like that, like you have blinders on if you're worrying about something in the future because you're thinking there's only one outcome possible for that Um, and not seeing yourself as a creator in it that can create whatever outcome you desire in it. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Rewind that, guys, and listen to what he just said. Yeah, rewind it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, dude. So, dude, that's an awesome rant. What's what's, uh, Ed's book called? Uh, It's called Max Out. Hashtag Max Out. Mix it out. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Garrett's on cocaine again. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I just had a quick line of gratitude before we got hopped on here. No, really, though, um, yesterday I had a conversation that, uh, that frustrated me. Um, and, you know, Gar- Gary V, I follow him across everything. Um, you know, there's there's – I get plenty of him, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and one thing I do appreciate about him is he says the same thing. Like, his message hasn't changed, and that's why I think he resonates with so many people. And I, I look to be the same way. Like, it's just stuff's not all that complicated. And he just stays and says the same messages to help people hear him. And I like that. Um, 
Anyway, uh, yesterday I had a situation that had me spun up a little bit. I was frustrated with it. And um, another reason I follow him is because he's very educational. Like, I see how he does things and if it's effective. And you can go, hey, will that work in my business? I can tweak these things and yada, yada. Anyway, he's got a text message platform. I think it's very, very interesting. Anyway, right after this situation, like, literally hung up the phone. I'm like, oh, man, that's frustrating. And knowing I'm frustrated, I look to do what I do to kind of come down like, hey, that doesn't matter. But his text message shows up and it's like, hey, if you're frustrated, I want you to think of something you're grateful for. You got it. You know, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it came just in time. And like it was just, yeah. Ding. Yeah, I was like, whew, looky there. <laughs> looky there. And, Happiness. Uh, and I hope sometimes this podcast, it, we get messages sometimes that this podcast is that for people. And I, and I hope it is. Um, and go about doing that for other people too. Uh, be good in the world. I don't know where I got off into that, but uh. I I couldn't agree <laughs> more. That's to be honest, like why I consume content. Yeah, I intentionally consume content is to get that in my life. Yeah, the light the world campaign today was actually to go like do a positive, positive. Uh, post or something. So there's my positive post. Hashtag we're light gonna, the world. We're gonna chop that up. Be good in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. just go out. Be positive. Say something nice. Um, give a smile. You know, give a freaking hug. You know. Like, this is going to sound real fluffy, but, like, I was someone that was, like, a no-touching person, and, like, I've seen myself change with that a little bit. And you know who was instrumental in that? Old D. Smith, ex-co-host <laughs> of this. I'm not going to call him ex-co-host. He is the co-host that is just taking an absent for right now. He'll be back sometime. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't mean you get the boot either, John. Don't worry. So no, I'm going to be the text. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, that guy will just go, like, like if someone needs a hug or he's, like, feeling, like, give him, he just gives a person a hug. And I, I recognize that. And, like, that changed for me of, like, sometimes it's just, just go give someone a hug. You know, people people just need that sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. No, I. If you're in Argentina, give them a kiss. Oh, un beso. <laughs> un beso. It's funny you say that because, um. To continue on this tangent, um, I got the opportunity last week to, I kind of just, someone called me up and said, hey, can you go help me help someone? And we went over, and this person was going through a pretty traumatic thing. And, you know, I've known this person for quite a while. Um, He grew up with one of my brothers and, you know, was kind of around the family, worked for the family company when I was a kid and stuff. And he's going through a really big trial in life right now. And, you know, I haven't seen him or talked to him in, you know, probably a couple months and, and such. You know, we've always been very friendly towards each other. And I just very impromptu got thrown in and got to just help him and, and provide some service to him in a really hard moment. And he was really struggling in that moment. And, like, afterwards I was just like, well, how cool was it that I got to be a part of that? Yeah. And and hopefully, you know, he'll, he's able to resolve what he's got going in, on in life right now. But. Like, it was just so cool to be able to, to make a good impact when I didn't ask for it. Yeah. I just thrown in my lap. Well, uh, dude, life is just so freaking incredible because, like, we're bouncing around on this rock that's spinning through space really freaking fast around this ball of fire and, like, how everything intermingles and, like, just actions we take and words we say, like, creates and we get to go around, like, producing things in in our lives and other people's lives and it has like an infinite like you know it's like the butterfly effect like I, i'm getting a little bit out there it's just <laughs> incredible like what like like you said you just got to be a part of that and what a gift to like 
be with someone and, and like in something that like is occurring for them is tough and like be something that helps them in that. And, uh, you know, when I talk about gratitude, that's the type of stuff I talk about. Like, man, when you stay present to that, the stuff that happens in life, it's, it's so easy to just step back and be like, it doesn't matter. And even stuff that does matter, what I've found in my life is I've got this concept of time way too wrapped up in things and that's what causes a bunch of stress and it's like if it's not different right now that i'm stressed it's like listen i'm being i'm awake to it i'm aware of it i'm in action and creating something different and if i can pull time out of that then like stress goes away i think we get so wrapped up in time i felt it i don't know if you have because me and you are getting kind of close to 30 dude oh like I've been thinking like, like dude, we're not we're not kids anymore. Now when we're in business, it's not gonna be like ooh wonder kid wonder kid in business. It's gonna be like oh yeah, freaking thirty year old running a business like it's supposed to be, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh dude, wow you, if there was a nail and I had a hammer, I'd hit it right <laughs> on the head because yeah. that's no I I completely agree with that because I, I'm starting to get to the point of like where I've learned so much. It doesn't mean I've accomplished what I've wanted to accomplish, but I've learned so much, you know, the last four years being in business and, and, and having done that, like I'm starting to realize like, okay, I'm not going to be in business forever. And so I start thinking about time, but then I also tell myself like, you know, some people may say, some people may look at what I've done and say, dude, four years and you've accomplished this. That's not bad, dude. Mm -hmm. It's pretty dang impressive. And then other people will say, oh, well, dude, you've been four years and you're only right here. Yeah. And my thing is, is like, listen, I've learned a crap ton. And, yeah, maybe I'm not as far as long as I'd like to be. But in my book, I'm killing it. Yeah. Well, and I, I know for me. Because like, I know where I started. Mm -hmm. and, and taking that same concept for me, um, Casey Ball was someone that, that brought this to my attention. I'm sure there's books and stuff wrote, wrote about it. But it's always stuck with me in the way that he had shared it with me. And it was just a, a concept, and, and it's that human beings so often overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in five years. Or a decade. Yeah, or a decade, or whatever it might be. And I find myself in that so much where it's like, and you hear Gary Vee talk about this so much, you know, be fast in the micro, but slow in the macro. And when you can really grab that, like time can be such a, such a heavy thing for so many people, myself included, and there's no reason, like, we've given it way too much power. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, we we have gotten not anywhere where I thought the podcast was going <laughs> to yeah, go exactly. today. But I think this has been pretty good. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, yeah, that, that's been awesome. And let's transition because I do want to get to this one because I think it'll be fun. Um, I wanted to tell a little bit of stories. We're probably, most likely, I'm not going to say one way or the other for sure, but next Tuesday we'll probably just repost an old podcast um, for everyone to listen to. So there's something to listen that you guys haven't heard in a while. We'll look at the listens, and I'll, I'll, I'll figure out exactly which one hasn't been listened to for most of you for a while, and it'll be a good one worth re-listening um, if we do that. But I thought, hey, let's take this chance, if it is the last one before Christmas, to talk about maybe maybe some Christmas memories, some Christmas instances um, between the two of us because we might might find something kind of funny or, or just to get everybody in the holiday spirit um, 
because uh, yeah, I think I think variety is good in life. I think recognizing when it's a hol- the holiday season and yeah. Christmas and oh, talking about that and doing something different is good. So uh, I'll I'll start with the first one because it's just it's right there on me. I'm super excited because because we've got some similarities. So you and I. Well, I actually only spent one. I'm assuming you spent two Christmases in your life in the country of Argentina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost spent three, but they wouldn't let me because I would have been three and my mom would have been mad. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I only spent one because I peaced out early. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. <laughs> Sneaky. Yeah. So uh, for any of you you guys that don't know, um, both John and I are, are members of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. And um, young men have the opportunity. Now it's 18 when John and I were, were that age. It was 19. Because we're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go, go on a service mission. Um, and you get assigned to a certain area. You spend two years in that area um, doing service, teaching about Jesus Christ, um, sharing the, the message of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you are straight, like, in the middle of the countries. Like, it's not oh, like, absolutely. and you're, like, off living in an apartment, your own. You, sometimes you're with someone from Colombia, sometimes with Chile. Uh, Chile, America, like, it's whatever. All over the world. And you are experiencing this culture. You are living in it day in, day out. Um, when we were there, you also didn't contact your family except through email once a week mm-hmm. um, on Christmas and New Year, or oh. Christmas and Mother's Day, you could call Quick home. Quick shout out. Aguante Boca. Aguante Boca. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, just to give you a little context. So, so John and I were, you know, living in Argentina for two years, and so we spent. Yeah. He spent two. I spent one, just because how the dates lined mm-hmm. up. Um, I got home just right before, like it was probably this time, five, six, seven years ago, however long it was, um, that I got home. And uh, anyway, dude. So. <laughs> Argentina Christmas is different than Christmas oh, in the United very, States. Very, very much well, so. Why don't you give some of, the, some of what happens Argentine Christmas or maybe some comparisons to uh, some more. <laughs> biggest thing, fireworks. It's oh, like 4th of July. For days. <laughs> and, like, riots in the streets and everything's trashed. And, oh, man, it is, like, it's just a party, dude. Yeah, I, I would say it's much more like Fourth of July-ish spring break oh, absolutely. vibe than like Feliz Navidad. Everyone's cool, chill, Christmas time. It's like, woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christmas! <laughs> Stayed up till midnight, pigging out, getting super drunk. Oh, like, yeah. just party hardy. Um, yeah, so things get, get oh, crazy. And by the way, it's like 100 degrees outside with like 90% humidity. Oh, yeah, because... Yeah, it's freaking Argentina. It's middle of summer, other side of the equator. So anyway, the little story I was going to share about my Christmas in Argentina, just because it always stuck with me. So um, there was this real nerdy missionary that served in the same town that we were serving in. And um, in that town, um, most missionaries had their each own apartment in the individual, individual places. And we decided, hey, tonight all the missionaries are going to come to our apartment. We're going to have a barbecue. We're going to throw our mattresses on the roof and sleep up there, you know, and just watch fireworks, hang out, you know, have barbecue, you know, just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, spend time together and then wake up and, and do Christmas the next day. So this was Christmas Eve. And there was one missionary. He was just a nerdy kid. I love the crap out of it, but, I mean, just eat, think a nerd, and that's this kid. Just <laughs> skinny, glasses, just rule follower, like – Never stepped out of line, straight-laced, awesome, awesome guy. Just nerdy as all get out. 
And anyway, so we told everyone to bring over their mattresses. We're going to throw them on the roof and, and do this. And uh, I'm sitting on the porch of our apartment just watching the madness that's ensuing in the freaking town. Like fireworks, <laughs> gunshots going off everywhere, bombs. It's, it's so crazy. Like it's, it's just <laughs> it's madness. Wild. Like if you haven't spent time in South America, it's it's just wild. It's <laughs> an experience. It's like you're in a war zone. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, am I going to die? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Think, think of like war zone movies where it's like, boom, 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 honk, honk. That's what it's like. And so I'm just uh, just taking it all in. Like, man, this place is bonkers in a town <laughs> called is. Venado Tuerto. Blind deer is what that translates to. <laughs> Venado Tuerto. And uh, so we're just there. And this nerdy dude comes i just see him coming down the road and and this might not be as funny to everyone but just the whole situation had me roll it so they they drive scooters like crazy down there oh, very yeah. few cars most cars are from like 70s or 80s and they drive mopeds just <laughs> yeah yeah they put straight pipes on them and i look down the road and this kid this nerdy kid's on the back of one of those mopeds with like three people on it whole sitting backwards <laughs> Holding his mattress on his head. Just I <laughs> sit backwards. Head. And just the look of fear on this kid's face. Like, I am freaking dead. I don't know who this guy was. I think he was just walking down the street with his mattress. This guy was like, want to ride? And, dude, three people on this little moped. Oh, you can move a house on a moped <laughs> yeah. in Argentina, by the way. Dude, I was just freaking dying. It was incredible. It's something that I'll remember forever. And, uh, like, yeah, I'm hoping I'm painting a picture for you guys. But uh, that was the first story I want to share, Christmas, because oh, that was my one and only Argentine Christmas. And uh, I was just like, this place is bonkers. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. Oh, that is so I don't know true. if I'll ever spend another Christmas in Argentina. I'll definitely be back to Argentina, but probably not Christmas yeah. time. I guess I was only in Argentina for one because I was in the MTC for another one, which is the training. The yeah, tra the, tra the training place that they, they train missionaries. And gotcha. And uh, – but, yeah, dude, Argentina's wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the New Year's Eve is even worse. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Buckle just, down. Yeah, if you don't want to get shot, just don't go outside. But let's let's be honest. That all pales in comparison to a big soccer game that's going on. Oh, after all, there's riots in the streets, deaths, uh. bodies. <laughs> oh, it's, it's wild. Well, dude, don't don't forget about the freaking uh, the storming of the stores that happens like a week or so before Christmas. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, my gosh. So, like, they, they've got these areas that are called Vichas. It's basically like the hoods. Um, but it's not even like hoods. Like, I've spent a lot of times in, like, the hoods of Birmingham where it's these brick houses. And it's hood. Don't get me wrong. But these are not brick houses. These are like a piece of tin laid up against another piece of tin, and then another piece of tin is laid up another one. For, to And this goes on for miles and miles. Dirt and floors. Like dirt floors, open sewers. Big screen TV, stereo system. Yeah, you better believe they're going to have that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the Vichas, they like get together once a year, like a week before Christmas. They roll up into town, and you've got militarized police there waiting, rubber bullets and everything. They just storm the stores, take what they need. <laughs> They're like, hey, if there's freaking a thousand of us, let's storm it. And they just straight storm the store. And it's like an annual tradition. Like, yo, it's time to storm the stores. Get everyone together. And just thousands of them. And they'll just freaking straight storm the stores, bust the windows, start taking everything they want. Militarized priests there, like hitting people with water, rubber bullets, stuff like that. And you're just like, peace out. I'm going to the apartment. I'm going to get shot. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, freaking uh, nuts, man. Uh, 
that's nuts. So yeah, dude. What we got to share? What what Christmas experiences oh, what come Christmas to your memory? mind? My Christmas memories, besides of craziness <laughs> in Argentina. Yeah, cause your your upbringing, John. Like I would think would be the most iconic Christmases ever. Like. Oh, wake up, go milk the cow, Betty, the Christmas morning you before go, go in and open presents. So, and so, so let's, let, let's do a quick rundown of the traditional Ballard family um, uh, Christmas. So um, uh, Christmas Eve is like the big poobah for the year for my mom. My uh-huh. mom spends an insane amount of time preparing for Christmas Eve every year. And so everyone shows up, and as kids, we—I mean, Sunday dress. I mean, you shirts, better be looking ties, sharp. Slick back hair. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> it's no fair. Oh, and then it was, you know, late afternoon, early evening. Just stuff yourself silly with an absurd amount of food. And freaking properly dressed. That's, oh yes, that's badass. Your oh, mom is gangster. A- absolutely. And then, and then, uh, as kids. It was a two and a half to three hour uh, Christmas program where we all had to perform at least one thing, whether that was sing, play the piano, recite a poem, read a scripture, you name it, we had to do it. Yeah, had your little talent show. And about half hour in, if everyone that wasn't performing was asleep. (laughs) 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 And my mom's with the squirt a bottle, wake up, wake up. (laughs) And uh, and then... I love your mom. (laughs) (laughs) You will like this. (laughs) Sing this hymn. (laughs) And then then it was all go to bed. And then when we'd wake up in the morning, you weren't allowed to go into the family room. You had to go to our parents' room until everybody woke up. And me being the youngest, by the time I was old enough to come downstairs and and be excited for Christmas, I had brothers in college, getting married, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And so they would want to sleep in because they're adults and they're not near as excited as I yeah. was. So I'm pounding on the door, wake up, it's 5 o'clock, we got to open presents. And they're screaming and yelling at me. So we'd all have to congregate and then we'd all go in together and do Christmas morning. And funny thing is, is I remember like two white Christmases our whole lives. Mm-hmm. It's usually like 75 degrees outside. And we're playing basketball or going roping. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> is my memory. But there. and we don't live in an like it. It was twelve degrees this morning. Yeah. But usually Christmas, it's, it's like, like boom, seventy-five yeah. degrees. Also, it's like oh, t-shirt weather for Christmas <laughs> yeah. Day. It's the weirdest thing. Um, and so that's kind of my my main memories. And I'm not gonna lie, as an adult, I'm kind of I'm getting better, and I've been trying to intentionally be better about it, and actually enjoying the season. But I've kind of been a Scrooge, a little yeah. bit of a bah humbug. Uh, and, I and, feel you. And it's my wife's old. She gets on me. Don't be such a bah humbug. Blah, 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 blah. And, and, and I agree. I need to be better about enjoying the season, being present in the season. Um, and I think part of it is like, you know, growing up, we'd have school. Christmas break would start. Well, Christmas break in my family meant, okay, guess what? You're working your butt off. Yeah. For the next two weeks, yeah, well you get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off, and maybe New Year's Eve. But like New Year's Day, we're right back at work, uh-huh. you know. And so like, I guess it kind of formed a like, oh, I'm supposed to be busy during Christmas, and so now I'm trying to really get into the feeling of the the season. I'm terrible at it still, and I'm working on it, and I'm getting better. But uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of Christmas for me right yeah. now. So I'm, I'm trying to be. 
become present in this. Well, this and system. I wonder if, if a switch has been made for you because um, your oldest and my oldest are very similar in age. Mm-hmm. Well, our seconds are not too far apart either. But uh, as my son is a lot more aware of the world around him, he's three, um, I've found myself wanting to more intentionally create something that is like he really enjoys, like, it's magical for him, you know what I mean? Because, like, every a couple nights a week we're driving around town watching the Christmas lights. It's just so fun to see him, like, and talk his gibberish when he sees it. Like, man, bish nipper bish no. That's right, dude. That's freaking right. Bish nish no no. And, uh, and so, like, I've, I found myself, like, you know, putting up the Christmas lights and doing all that. Where, yeah, years past, I'm like, yeah, let's, whatever, let's just work, let's get things done. Like, it didn't really change, and I found, like, seeing him, like, come into it, and I'm sure it will be even more with my daughter that, uh, yeah, that's that's shifted me from less of, you know, because once I hit, like, 16, it was like, oh, give me my presents, and then whatever. But, uh, anyway, I found it valuable. Yeah. So, Definitely uh, trying to be present in the, in the season of the year. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I, I hope this podcast can help people, you know, think about Christmas, get present in the season. Um, like I always say, it's my podcast, so I get to do what I want. And so, like, that being said, like, I, I just want to remind everyone, like, for me and, and in my faith, like, having Christ central to this Christmas season is so important. And that um, it really was the most important thing that ever happened on this earth. Because oh, um, I do have a testimony that through Jesus Christ, we... You know, can be forgiven for our sins. We can reach our full potential through Jesus Christ. Um, I believe that's a key aspect to um, to success. Um, I know for me, that's why I can walk around light because mistakes I made, whether it's business-wise or you know, right or wrong morally, whatever it is, like I know that there's a path to uh, like unload that. So oh, I get yeah. to walk around light, and that gives me access to myself to to be a powerful creator in the world. So, um, yeah, just remember to keep Christ in, uh, in the, uh, um, Christmas season. Absolutely. It's funny you say that because I, uh, this, like this, during December this year, I've really had, um, a, uh, it's been on my mind a lot that like, you know, because of, of, you know, God's plan for us and what Jesus Christ did for us, we have, like an infinite potential. Yeah. And that's been something on my mind. Like just thinking about Christmas and how, you know, we need to keep it centered on Christ is, is we have infinite potential and we can we can become and do whatever we want in life mm-hmm. because of that. So, yeah, I like it. It's incredible. All right. Appreciate you guys listening. Have a Merry Christmas if we're not talking to you next week. And uh, even if we are talking to you next week, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Appreciate you guys listening. Give us a five-star review. Hit me up across any of the platforms. Garrett the Trash Man. And peace. Deuces. Oh, the password. <laughs>